How you doing, everyone, and welcome to the podcast tonight. I am Isaac, along with Brother Anthony and Brother Daniel, on this episode of Brothers Just Searching. Guys, how y'all weeks been, and how's your day going? Uh, pretty good so far. <laughs> good. Amen. That's good. We finally had church this Sunday. Amen. That that was... That was you know you know what gets me? You know, you, you have a lot of people that haven't been in church for a while. Us three, we've been to services because we do live streaming, and we do... Um, we take care of the music and music equipment and all, and so we we've been there, but it just it, it felt like a new energy to me Sunday morning. I don't know, it's maybe just people miss being in church, or I don't know, maybe maybe some people got <laughs> got fed a lot while they was at home. Well, the thing yeah. is, when you miss something, when you don't have it for a little while, you take it for granted, and then when it's gone, you appreciate when you got it. Yeah, it's it felt good. Yeah, it felt good. We had two services. Which, if you're in the Bowbridge area, please come check us out. 519 Parkway Drive in Bowbridge, New Beginning Fellowship Church. Great little body of believers. We love the Lord and we love sharing our faith. Brother Brandon, Brother Daniel, and your brother, uh, your son-in-law, Sean, went minister Saturday in Bowbridge mm, uh, Street yeah. Ministry. How long y'all stayed out there, Brother Daniel? A couple hours. A couple hours. Uh, had some good response? or? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Amen. Just... Amen. You the neighbor, you the next Ray Comfort or what? Sean is. <laughs> <laughs> but amen. Well, look, a couple of reminders before we dive into our topic tonight, which is going to be our part two of Roman Catholicism. Is it a false religion? Uh, I, I think I titled it false uh, is Roman Catholicism, false religion. And um, we dove into a lot of stuff. We talked about his history last week. We talked about... Um, we dived in a little bit to the Eucharist, which we're probably going to dive back into there tonight. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's just a lot of things that go on to the Catholic Church. The reason it's taking multiple podcasts is because this this religion by far has a lot of depth into it and mm -hmm. a lot of things that go against the word of God. So we have we, we have to take our time and study on it. Mm -hmm. um, just a reminder, everybody, if you're listening to this podcast on your podcast provider, please go and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, when you subscribe, it recommends our podcast to other podcast listeners. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Helps us out. Brother Anthony's book, The New Kingdom, um, Liberty Man and the Evil Stone. Go check that out right now. And also Brother Daniel's podcast, Defender of the Faith, where Brother Daniel dives into the Word of God and gives you an encouraging word and lets you know what's going on today. It's kind of similar to this right here, but it's your personal thoughts. And <laughs> you, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I listen to all of them, and they're all good. So I just barely put on a new one you last night. So that one's a little bit more hectic. That's going to be a little bit more um, intense. I just uh, I, I, I titled it... Um, uh, let's see, enduring possible persecution. Okay. Oh, wow. wow. Good response, or I'm not sure, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too early. Huh? It. Yeah, I just go. It's on my heart. Well, that's good. That's what I've been researching, and um, really, just real quick, I know we got to get into the teaching, but just been thinking about some things. I I know specifically of a church in California that went ahead and said they're going to go ahead and start a service, and they got shut down real quick. Really. Sunday morning. Wow. Over there, they still can't have that inside, mm -hmm. but they did everything they could to be, you know, to just make it right, to make it safe, a safe distance and everything, and they still got shut down. Wow. So okay. um, I just got to say, I um, mm. I can understand why the pastor did that. And, mm. you know, the thing is, is that uh, the body of Christ is really hurting. 
Mm. And there's just some people like we just finally been able to get indoors this, you know, this past week. And some people, we all should feel this way, need to be at the house of God to encourage one another. Right. Well, our our brother Joe from uh, Chicago, they're going through basically the same thing. You know, him and one of the pastor there decided to open their doors. And the mayor of of, uh, Chicago was like, you're not going to have that. And they had a press conference the other day of all these pastors that got together and they they told the governor and the mayor sorry we do honor y'all as leaders but at the same time we can't do right we can't stay without fellowship and we believe we're essential we believe that we we need to be part of the body and they're they're fighting a lot of persecution we got a democrat governor here but we got a lot of leeway because of our republican roots Mm -hmm. so God has blessed us here. We're not fighting as much persecution as other believers in the faith. I'm rephrasing the word essential because now we're comparing ourselves with, with the business. And I heard, uh, I heard a brother of California made a comment and he got it from uh, Mario Murillo ministries has really been preaching. He does a lot of outdoor activities and tent revivals, but he said that we're not essential, but we're vital. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, I said that, I think he said that too, but, I said we're vital, which takes it to another level. You know what I mean? As far as the church here in America and the world. Wow. Yeah, we we yeah. we got the bro- yeah. we got the bread of life. We have Jesus, and we, this world is is dying. They're going to hell, yeah. mm-hmm. and the church is the only the only way that we could really get people into there. Because somebody might pass and see the church. You have street ministry as you and Brother Brandon does, but at the same time, the church. You know some. There's t- many testimonies of people just passing up a church and saying, man, I need to go see what's in there. Yeah. And they got saved through that. So we'll be keeping our brothers and sisters in California in prayer. Please yes, do that Chicago, on the pod. Amen, all and, over, uh, let's, just, let's just pray that this stops. You know, I, I think more of it's more political now than anything. Right. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go ahead and get into our topic tonight. As I said a while ago, we dealt with the Roman Catholic Church. Last week, we, Brother Daniel gave us a brief history onto the Roman Catholic Church, how it was formed, and how they allowed paganism into mm-hmm. the church, which I was talking to um, Brother Benjamin Pena, Brother Daniel's son, uh, Sunday, and he said that, you know, that wasn't just a relief for a lot of the church. Mm-hmm. It was also a, you know, to get them out of the woodworks because people that truly didn't didn't follow the Catholic Church's ways. They were mm-hmm. true Christians were still killed. Right. They were still persecuted. It wasn't that to a global scale as before. So we we read, we got a little bit of history onto the Catholic Church and we talked about the Eucharist, about how they believe in salvation. And we started talking and we realized Brother Anthony brought that up also last week that there are seven sacraments to the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and deal with three of them, and we're going to line them up with the Word of God. And we picked the first three because it is very important, mm-hmm. which is baptism, confirmation, and the Eucharist, mm-hmm. or the Lord's Supper in their, in their words. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and start diving into the baptism of the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church views baptism as the, is three is the first of the three sacraments of intending as of a Christian. It washes away all sins, both original sin and personal ac- actual sins. Mm-hmm. It makes a person a member of the church as a gratitude gift of God that requires no mint on the part of the person who is being baptized. So guys, we're going to go ahead and look at this. 
A lot of people might say, well, what is the difference? Calvin, uh, not Calvinism, but a lot of religions believe in water baptism for mm -hmm. salvation. So I'm going to go right. ahead and open up to the floor. A short introduction tonight. So, uh, guys, let's go ahead and dive into this. Catholic Church uh, believes that you have to be baptized at salvation. Where do they get that from? And let's go ahead and break down scripture right now. Well, uh, it's okay if I go first. Yeah. Um, uh, the Gospel of John, they, this is where they claim they get it. If you read uh, cha John chapter 3, the Gospel of John, when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, and he's telling Nicodemus, you, can, you can't be born, uh, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And he's, he's explaining here about, except you be born of the water and the spirit, you can't see, you can't see it. So the Catholic Church, if you look through their catechism, uh, they only quote this part. It's very short. They only quote this actually part. I was shocked. And they don't actually go, if, but if you read the rest of the verse, it actually points you to the cross. Because if you go, okay, we're in uh, Gospel of John chapter 3, and I want to go, everyone to go to verse 14. As Moses lift up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And it talks about whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16, we all know that one. So if you read this right here, this is what Jesus is pointing to Nicodemus to, is the cross right here. As to what what is the object of faith is so what he's doing is to I believe to Nicodemus he's using a symbol of water and some people say that he could also represent the word because there's a few times in the Bible where water was represented as the word as well so some people think well it can represent the word or it's just a symbol of rebirth so that's two you know we know for sure it's not salvation like many claim it's one of those two I think it's symbolism I mean unless y'all guys think it of different but to me i think he's pointing he's using similar you know he's using similology we call that or allegory this is what this is the first beginning of john he's using something to get nicodemus attention and he's pointing it to the cross so and it's like jesus said i'm the bread uh, i'm the door i'm you know he was using like i'm the shepherd and i'm the good sheep you know my sheep the children are my sheep he's using that as as an allegory we call that or a symbolism yeah similar. so yeah well I, and i look at it like this you say use as symbolism i i see it as when he said very very saying to you the except a man be born of the water and of the spirit he mm -hmm. cannot enter into the kingdom of god to be born again you have to be physically born that's right that's right you know if you it, look my wife's pregnant right now and mm -hmm. i've I've had two kids already, but Dan, you've had kids yeah. and uh -huh. you know, in the womb, a yeah. baby is floating in water. Mm -hmm. That's talking of a physical birth. That's right. You got to right. be physically born before you can be born again. That's right. And when you say born of the spirit, mm -hmm. you know, we all got a personal testimony of how Jesus saves us and how mm -hmm. we felt refreshed. We felt, you know, renewed. We felt, you know, a new, uh, we have, a, we had a new heart. Mm-hmm. And that is being born of the spirit. It's like you're being born. You know, when you're born, it's a fresh mm -hmm. new look at you. You know, right? Can you imagine a baby looking up and seeing his mom and dad, or just seeing the world in general mm -hmm. for the first time? It's a very right eye-opening circle. You know, right. eye-opening, and it's just you got to. I believe that's what that's talking about. It's talking of a physical and a spiritual birth. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Well, why don't we go into the Greek word what baptize means, you know? Mm-hmm. So it means baptizo. So it would mean to baptize or immerse in or wash with water in token of purification from sin and spiritual pollution. The adjunct mark of the object and effect of baptism, especially into or unto with blah, blah, blah. <laughs> to <laughs> baptize or to be baptized into anything means into the belief, profession, or observance of anything. So well, that's what we know that what it means. Baptism literally means to be immersed Immerse, yeah. in water. Right. And that's something that we want to specify tonight, especially just dealing with you know the Roman Catholic Church and how they believe water baptism is supposed to be done. Mm. Now, now, don't they? You're talking about being immersed in water. I know they got sprinkling for the babies. Don't adult Roman Catholics when they come to the church do they get immersed? Is that part of their teaching? Because that's that's part of their. Um, I'm trying to remember. Let me get to my master. It is a personal actual sin, uh, actual uh, actual sin, sins. And like, if I read it correctly, I believe that if you're a Catholic and you're not a baby, you get immersed. But babies are really the only ones that get sprinkled. I'm not. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Well, I know for sure that you require the parents required baptize the children as soon as possible because they actually teach that if you don't baptize your children you committed a mortal a mortal sin they call right. that so that means you're going to go to hell if you don't baptize your children so we know that for sure now i heard uh when a protestant converts to roman catholicism i heard that this have they just tell them um they get them a, a confession of faith they call that of the church so i know that for sure but uh like for that issue i'd be honest i don't know <laughs> yeah you know what well, they you uh and that they use the trans trans stereo baptismal format where they go ahead and they merge the person okay so they on, do do that yeah, they do okay they do it mm-hmm. they do it if you come as you said if you're if you're a non-believer mm-hmm. into the catholic church when you come in they'll emerge you they believe that the baby shouldn't be emerged because right of because of how the age is based on their age but that's that's beside the point of water baptism for them they believe like you said they believe in that you have to be born of the water and of the spirit to enter the kingdom of god okay so let's go point to their their point of view if you have to be born of if you have to be baptized to be saved mm-hmm. that's why they're that's their first sacrament that's right that's based on works because yes. we as we all here we consider ourselves protestants uh we have tons of scriptures that can prove that baptism is a symbolism that's right and not a not an act of salvation that's right well um that's true definitely that's what you would call uh what's the word that they like to use um salvational baptism or something like that uh, sanctifying grace i think so they call it, it. it yeah just what it means is that yeah through water you can't be saved and we know that that is biblically incorrect as a matter of fact they say that's how you enter into the body of christ when you get baptized you get baptized in the church of the roman catholic church yes, sir mm-hmm. but that's not what first corinthians chapter um mm-hmm. chapter 12 mm-hmm. yeah verse uh let's see where's it at verse 12 mm-hmm. chapter 11 verse 12 mm-hmm says for as by for as the body is one hath many members and all the members of that one be, body being as many are one body so also is christ for
For by one spirit are we all, verse 13, baptized into one body. And we know what that's specifically speaking about. It's not speaking about water baptism. It's speaking about when you dis- when you come to repentance and belief of what Jesus did at Calvary, yeah. then you, the Holy Spirit baptizes you into the body of Christ. That's right. So that's the big difference with what we're taught, what the Word says, and what they believe, how you get into the body of Christ and, and the right. church, the Roman Catholic Church. And, wow. looking, and looking into baptism in itself, what does it symbolize a lot of times? With, you know, doing some study on this, in Brother Swagger's commentary, Romans chapter 6, they ha- he has a note on there. It says, baptism is also symbolizing of a burial. Yes, yes. So like like this scripture right here, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Well, it's talking about water. No, it's not talking about water. Right. It's talking that we were buried to our sins. We were mm-hmm. baptized. We were buried. You know, we were buried to our sins. And we come up to a new life that is in Jesus Christ. That's the whole thing right. with baptism is. Because look, I believe personally that every new be- new believer that comes to Jesus Christ should be baptized. I agree. Mm-hmm. Not for salvation, but does to show yeah. their friends and their neighbors that, hey, look, I, I made a uh, stand f- uh, for faith mm-hmm. and to say, I'm, I'm going to serve Jesus Christ. So this is what happened to me inwardly. I'm showing you out openly of how it should be done. Right, exactly. And look, I... In all reality, I don't believe salvation is based on water baptism. We no. had, you know, there's some entertainers out there that, that they have a podcast, they have a TV show, they had a TV show. Their family speaks all over, but they believe that you have to be saved, mm. then be baptized for the, the completion wow. of sin. Because once you're baptized, you receive the Holy Spirit. Right. And they're not Catholic. But it's just the idea. But the idea is that is there as well. Because that's what the Catholic Church thinks. Well, you got to be... They don't even, you don't have to say a prayer or ask Jesus to your, you just be baptized into the church and you're all right to go. Right. Well, the closest we get with water is close to, close to salvation is when the Holy Spirit comes and dwells within us. We are the, you know, the temple of the Holy Spirit. So that's the closest you'll get symbolic of water speaking of salvation. Now, don't, don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But what I'm yeah. saying is the Holy Spirit that represents that water mm-hmm. and it's the Holy Spirit that does the um, sanctification process in our heart and minds. So that's about as close as you'll get with water on that part. Uh, the mm-hmm. other thing is, let me ask you a question, is infant baptism, why does the Roman Catholic Church do that? Do they just do it to baptize their children or they believe it's a part of salvation for their baby? They believe it's uh, ba- salvation. salvation for their baby. Okay, so yeah. here we go. And this mm-hmm. has been going around since AD 370. Uh-huh. One of the earliest times they were started doing this. And th- um, correct me, I um, was wrong what I said earlier. But it actually means the baptismal uh, re- regeneration is the correct term wow. of using water, you know, for salvation. And yeah. so uh, that's where we get that from. So it's, this, this has been around for a long time of them believing that you can, you know, you can be saved. If, you know, we talked about this in the last podcast about those that, um, like the thief on the cross, he didn't have a mm-hmm. chance, you know, yeah. to get water baptized. And yet right. he believed, just confession of faith. That's right. And we know that's correct. Even... Um, even the Enoch with the, what was it, Philip? Right. He said, what does hinder me from, you know, being mm-hmm. baptized in this water? He said, believe. I believe that Jesus is mm-hmm. the Son of God. So it was a Amen. confession then, of first. Then you got yeah. Acts chapter yeah. 16, where this, this, uh, the Roman guard thought he lost Peter and Barnabas and said, oh, I'm going to kill myself. And they said, stop. And when he said, look, what, does, what do I need to do to get saved? And they said, 
Be uh, trust in Jesus Christ. Believe in the Lord Jesus Believe Christ, Christ and the house shall be saved. saved. What mm -hmm. I thought was pretty neat because reading it, they didn't get baptized right away. No, a lot of people think they got after. baptized right away, but mm -mm. they took care of the scars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then Peter, uh, Paul, Paul taught them a mm -hmm. little while. Right. And then he said, hey, look, man, well, y'all need to get baptized to show people that what y'all done. Now, one thing I will say about the book of Acts, they they did encourage them to get water right. baptized right oh, away. Oh, yes, yes, they and did. We know, and we know, you know, you know, that it doesn't affect the salvation, but right. it was really, it was just really a public confession. That's what water baptism is about. Something that's right. already happened to you through the spiritual realm. Now you're confessing to the world right. physically right. what's happened on the inside. Right. Well, and that, that's, where, that's where I come to the point of saying a while ago, I encourage every new, be, new believer Mm -hmm. to be baptized oh yes every new believer should be baptized because look, i was baptized at a young age and it was a great experience mm -hmm. because it showed people hey look i have something happened inside of me yeah mm -hmm. and you know look I, I see that every time we have a baptismal service mm -hmm. at new beginnings you know people love seeing look while wow, my son or my daughter or my mom or my dad or my sister my brother they they decided to serve jesus christ and they're right. showing us hey look they they're a changed person in jesus right amen, amen well the reason why this is so important some people say why why so important if you baptize or, or just make a complete confession well you got to make sure you save the right way right because satan's gonna make sure that he don't care how you think you're gonna get saved or he don't even care he he, he used some scriptures because he used it against jesus when jesus in the wilderness so he don't mind using scripture or what. He just don't want you to get to the cross. Because he knows if you go to the cross and you believe in Christ, then you're really saved. You know, they had a minister. I won't mention his name or the name of his church. He wasn't Catholic. He was close to it, but he was his denomination wasn't Catholic. Me and my dad was talking to him. We deliver, we deliver dirt and sand. You know, we have a dump truck service. And, uh, and we delivered dirt to him. And he was apostolic. He believed in water for salvation. And he actually said that, he said, you know, the cross wasn't enough. And that kind of shocked me. I mean, I'm serious. Me and my dad, my dad's a big man. I thought my dad was about to fall down. Because we heard of people believing like this. You know how when you hear things, you're like, oh, people just exaggerate. That's just the preacher saying something. Right. But then you realize it's true. So that's the whole point right there is that the cross is not enough. When they say, well, there's baptism and the cross. There's two salvations they're trying to say, and it, it, it's not. The Bible makes it clear is the death and burial, resurrection of Christ. Like, for example, if you look at Mark uh, chapter uh, 16, verse 16, watch. And, okay, and he said unto him, Go ye unto all the world and preach to every creature. And he who believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he who believes not shall be damned. So it tells you right there, you can be baptized all day long. If, if you, you don't, don't believe... believe what Christ did for you at the cross, or your faith's not in what he did, then that's what damns you to hell. But look, look yeah. at all the sacraments. To mm -hmm. be, I know we're not going to deal with all of them tonight, sure. but mm -hmm. could we deal with water baptism? And that's yeah. adding on. They say that Christ yes. established the sacraments. Yes. That Christ order. went mm -hmm. ahead and put this order in there mm -hmm. so people can be saved. Well, then why did Christ go to the cross? It, it don't make it, any it sense. Don't, it don't make no sense. Because look, could we on water baptism? And it says it clearly. I'm, I'm on Wikipedia. Uh -huh. It says, baptism is the first sacrament of in, 
intent as a Christian, it washes away all sin, sins, both original and personal actual sins. Yep. So when, mm -hmm. when, no, we don't believe, no, they believe that this it's is salvation. a key part. So Jesus yep. Christ died. We got to accept that he's Lord and then go ahead and say, well, we're going to be, we got to baptize. Mm -hmm. Right. And well, that's adding on to works for salvation. The first three sacraments are work for salvation. You know, I was watching an old movie, uh, John Huss. It was, he was a reformer before Luther. And in the movie, the guy was talking to the actor, but I believe he was asking his real words. He said that he was pre, he said, you know, I was, he was talking to his Catholics at his church at Bethlehem. And he says, you know, I was like the rest of y'all. I thought by doing penance or doing this and this, to get me to heaven but he said when i found the book of romans i found that we are justified we have peace with god so he said we don't need to do these things you know you just got to believe and that god forgave you and go on so so you find even in the catholic church there was some that realized and you know it was believing in christ not going to these sacraments or doing right. these good works that saves us so you know so the question i posed to y'all guys yeah. after we you know we just briefly scratched over <laughs> scriptures yeah and we just show that it's by faith, not by water. Mm -hmm. Do you all believe that the Catholic Church is preaching right doctrine in this first sacrament that you have to be mm -hmm. saved for salvation, uh, be washed in water? Well, to we, it's not what we believe. It's what the Word Bible of God says. says right. you know I mean? That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. So we, we clarify that already that, you know, I mean, we do this symbolically going to the water to represent his death, burial, and resurrection in our own lives. If you look at both of the ordinances that the Church of Jesus Christ um, it celebrates mm -hmm. and partakes of, one is of uh, the water baptism, the other one is the Lord's uh, Supper. Supper. And so, you know, so these are both, if you look at both, they both tie into what he did at Calvary, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so. Like, that, like I said, they point towards the cross. They were never in themselves salvation in themselves, you know? They're not a magic formula pretty much to say, hey, if you do this, you're going straight to heaven, right. you know. And look, I'm going to end the, the baptism discussion on this, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace you are saved through faith, Amen. and not of yourself. Mm -hmm. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And that's what water baptism is really. Because, you know, I, I did some research on the the ritual of baptism you got to have the archbishop there you got to have your priest there mm -hmm. you got to have your godmother and your godmother there you the infant and all these people are like and uh, look i'm not a i'm not a godparent but you know a lot of people that you know we got kids and we say look you're you're gonna be the nanny you're gonna be the paran you know mm -hmm. words we say in cajun right. french over here right but we go ahead and we talk to him and you know oh i'm there and it's boastful you get what i'm saying yes, right. and that's yeah. these priests well i baptize them so they can be into the kingdom and that's a work that they've done mm -hmm. that so they can boast and look anytime when you go to water baptism look i'm saved because i've been baptized that's a work that's a work mentality yeah and definitely and you even see with the the baptism of john a lot of people want to question that even our catholic you know, friends will be asking us, well, then what do they mean, you know, about fruits of repentance and, you know, uh, the forgiveness of sins when they did John's baptism? And what it really meant is that we know that J John the Baptist was the precursor, the one that was mm -hmm. to come before the Lord to prepare the way, to mm -hmm. make the straight way, the pathway. 
That's and right. to prepare them for the Messiah to come. So what he That's was right. doing, basically, when they were being water baptized, mm -hmm. yes, they were asking for forgiveness of sins, but they're waiting for the moment when the Messiah would come mm -hmm. to, you know, right. to relinquish them and get rid of Christ. sin. Yeah. That's all that was. It was a preparation of the, of the Messiah coming. Amen. Amen. Right. So, all right, guys, we're going to go ahead and go to the second sacrament of the night, which is confirmation. Mm. And, uh, Brother Daniel, uh, <laughs> studying confirmation, uh, there's some, they look like there's some lovely people on YouTube. They go ahead and they discuss things that the Catholic Church believe in. And I never knew what sac um, confirmation was. Mm hmm prior to this study of how okay now you, you you know you trust jesus as your lord and savior you've been baptized now you got to go to the priest and he allows the holy spirit to come mm -hmm. upon you mm -hmm. and they do a ritual of four symbols you have to have a witness there and everything and listening to it i was like wow because they, they talk about the laying hands of the holy spirit uh anthony what is confirmation into your eyes and your study i just briefly brought it out but well the confirmation what they do is i never i'll be honest when before our parents got saved and they went to full gospel church me and lena yeah, our, older, our sister, older sister was baptized so i did take the first sacrament of baptism but i didn't take nothing else but uh confirmation is pretty much where it's they allow the holy spirit to give you strength and you come a soldier pretty much into the catholic church pretty much and so when the, the catholic priest does that you're there to defend the faith, pretty much. And, uh, and, and that's what it is, pretty much. And you, you become a soldier. Matter of fact, I, when I was reading the catechism, and that blew my mind, they show, they have pictures in there. And uh, they had one picture where they show a baby or a child. And then on this side, they had a man wearing a military helmet. So to them, that is their duty. They're there to spread the faith. So that's what confirmation, pretty much, is about. And giving you strength. You know, to conquer for Roman Catholicism, pretty much. To be, you know, a witness of your faith, pretty much. So you would consider that the laying on of hands by the yes, priest, mm -hmm. by the one that's being uh, mm -hmm. uh, supposedly spirit-filled, we would call it, right? Yes, sir. Because right. mm -hmm. that's what this is about. So yeah. what does the Word say about that? Ah. Which is very contrary. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, well, it is. They know one thing is you're supposed to get saved first before you right. can be filled right. with the Spirit. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Um, what scriptures do we have on that? Mm. Well, the baptism of the yeah. Holy Spirit. If you go to you go to the book of uh, Acts. Acts chapter two, yeah. uh -huh. Acts chapter two says it, and that's that's where they they pull from. Which I was shocked to say when they they, they say Pentecostalism. It. Yeah, yeah, they they mm -hmm. say Pentecost. But what's funny is like when they were talking about, they said the um, Mary and the twelve disciples. Mm -hmm. Nowhere in Acts chapter two says Mary was there. I don't. She probably was. But mm -hmm. God didn't put her as a main focus. Mm -hmm. uh, but it says, and suddenly there came this. Well, let me start from the beginning. When the day of the Pentecost was fully come and they were with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of the rushing mighty wind. And it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appealed to them uh, cleaver tongues like as of a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance right so that that that's basically what the holy spirit is is us getting filled with the evidence of speaking with other tongues and that which in their confirmation i don't believe they speak in tongues well when they well, say they get well, it they they, they uh, back in the day because we had some because uh, remember a lot of our uh 
our family members and we used to go to a church years ago uh an old country church and a lot of our parents and friends were ex-catholics so i remember a brother telling me he was old he was him and daddy was friends he was saying that he actually got saved they had a uh, I don't know if they still have it now or what, but it used to be that they had a Holy Spirit Catholic thing, a Holy Spirit revival for the Catholics. And he claimed that's where he got saved at. But so they do have a thing they, where they, they call it charismatic they, Catholics. Yes, sir. And they, they get filled with the Holy Spirit, they claim. And they claim to even speak in tongues in rosary. But the Bible, <laughs> the okay. Bible does Anyways, say that. Anyways, I want to clarify something you were saying yeah. about mm -hmm. the Catholic friends about Mary and all that. If you go to Acts yeah. chapter 1, verse 14, it mm -hmm. says this. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women okay. and the mother, married the mother of Jesus, Jesus and was with there. his brethren. She was during the upper room before okay. it happened. Yes. And so that's something I just wanted to clarify. Because okay. Yeah, so see, she I was looking it. in chapter yeah. two. When I went no, through no my problem. study, I was like, because they, they mentioned chapter two. I was like, well, it don't mention it. I didn't go to chapter one. Right, right. No, I just, so I just been in the book of Acts and oh, I that's caught good. my attention when you said that. So, um, uh, really, I mean, what is, what is the whole, uh, the office of the Holy Spirit? It's a two part, right? We talked about this before. The first part, he plays in regeneration. You know, he mm -hmm. comes and dwells within us after we right. accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So that's Amen. the inner work that he's doing. He's conforming us Amen. to the image of Christ. You that's know, right. he's defeating things in our lives that need to be dealt with and all that. Amen. But then the second part he's good at, praise God, <laughs> is this, the baptism. In other words, him coming outside and fully taking over our life. That's right. And so we're full of the Spirit in that. And I like what Pastor Brandon said uh, I was there Saturday night, not this Saturday morning. About there's a lot of people that are full of the Holy Spirit, but they're another. I'll just say like that they're not empowered. Right. They don't know how to walk in the Spirit. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, a, it's just it's just like he was saying an experience. It's just you know right. experience, but it's never a knowledge of being controlled and governed right. by the Holy Spirit, which we need. Yeah. And you know somebody, Dan. People don't realize the Holy Spirit before the day of Pentecost, it was always there in the Bible. It helped Samson. Yeah. It yeah. helped all. The only difference was it didn't stay. It couldn't dwell in men because men, because of the cross, they the Holy Spirit couldn't stay in the men or in the objects or whatever it was. So it had to leave right after it done its work. Right. But it was beautiful now because of the cross, the Holy Spirit can dwell in us and stay in us now. Right. But if Samson needed, I was thinking about that the other day. Samson, spiritually speaking, we fighting Philistines. You know, if Samson needed the Holy Spirit to fight his Philistines, we need the Holy Spirit to fight our spiritual wars. So it's amazing. Amen. I find a lot, even some Protestants denominations, they reject the whole speaking in tongues, Holy Spirit. But how can you fight against the devil without Jesus and the Holy Spirit? Exactly. You know, if we go back to the crucifixion, think about mm -hmm. this for a second. Yeah. Remember when the Roman punctured the yes, Lord sir. with the Spirit mm -hmm. to make sure he was dead? What mm -hmm. came out? Water, Water and, and blood. blood. Exactly. Uh -huh. Typifying the sacrifice was satisfied and the Holy Spirit was coming. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I never thought yeah, of it good. like Amen. that. Yeah, that's good. That's right. it. And the, yeah. like yeah. that on what Pastor Brandon was talking about. Some Come people on. might be filled with the Spirit, but mm -hmm. at the same time or isn't empowered because they're walking after the flesh and not after the Spirit. And we see this in Romans chapter 8, verse 4 and 5 and 6. But that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For, the, for to be carnally minded is dead, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Yeah. So if you if you mm -hmm. look at Romans, what it's saying right there is, even as spiritual people, we can't walk after the mind. We have to walk after the, the spirit. We can't let our flesh and our own desires fill us. We have to walk in the spirit of God and ask mm -hmm. him for his power. 
to mm-hmm. help us to be spiritually minded. Right. Well, that's what it means to be reunited of the mind and all that. Right. It's the part of the soul. What the part of the soul consists of is the mind and the heart. You know, what I mean, it has to be re- it has to be yeah. renewed because of yes, all sir. the past sins and all that. So yes, definitely. So there is a there is a misconception or misunderstanding. And I hey, I love you know I speak in tongues. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. spirit filled. Right. The the gifts sometimes flow through my life and all that. But all that doesn't really mean nothing if I'm not walking straight in the Lord. You know what I mean? If yes, people can't see that, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with my walk. Because it's really about walking and looking and looking like the image of Christ in our life. That's, That's right. what the Holy Spirit's about. In other words, I said it earlier, he needs to govern mm-hmm. our life. And that's not always easy. Yeah. But when the Holy Spirit's governing our mind and our heart, mm-hmm. we're going to be Christ-like. That's we're going right. to be empowered. We're going to walk in the Spirit. We're going to be able to pray. You know, you're going right. to have the signs and wonders happening because we are in him and he's in that's us. Right. And, and yeah. that's, that's the big thing with confirmation. They, they say that this, when you go through confirmation, the spirit of God helps you to live for God, mm-hmm. but you will have to worry about sins after. Look, don't get me wrong. As a believer, we have to watch ourselves because we could fall into sin. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, yep. mm-hmm. But the Catholic church, they, you know, I, I see it a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They say they go, they do baptism. They go through confirmation to, to walk after God, but their lives don't show. That's right. Like I said, just Romans chapter eight. If we walk in the spirit, we're gonna he, we're gonna have the we're gonna desire the things of the spirit. But we walk after the flesh, we're gonna desire the things of the flesh. And a lot of our Catholic friends out there, they go ahead and they're like, "Well, we'll just go confess. Right. We'll sin and we'll just go confess." Yeah. No. And it, that shows it's just a ritual to them. It's not a life. Right. Of changing experience. And even if you were serious, it's still, you know, there's a lot of sincere people, but it don't mean that this is what they're doing is right. Some people, right. they're sincere. There's many Buddhists, they're sincere, but it don't mean they're going to heaven because they're sincere. You know, you got to do it. You got to go through the gate like Jesus said, right. you know, pretty much. So basically confirmation would, would basically be like um they they want the spirit of god to dwell in them and look every believer should want the spirit of god to dwell right in them. exactly because as for baptism i think every believer should be baptized with the holy spirit uh a person said a while back you know jesus commanded him look go get filled but there's you know a man of god that's with the lord yeah. now said a christian don't have to have the baptism of the holy spirit to be saved but why wouldn't you want it right right you get yeah. what i'm saying why yeah. wouldn't you desire that why wouldn't you want more and the Catholic Church, apparently they want that through confirmation, mm-hmm. but they're doing it for salvational purpose and they're not doing it for a closer walk with the and, Lord. And another thing is the foundation is wrong. If you have a bad foundation, you have a bad spirit. Simple as that. If, if it's not built on Christ and on the cross and what the Bible says gets salvation, you picking up another spirit. Because the Bible said in the last days, there will be another gospel, another spirit, and another Jesus. So you have to be careful what spirit it is because Satan will imitate what God does, it right. look like it, and it, it look like the real thing, and it and it's not. So you have, you have to go how the you have to go. The Bible said how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Exactly, we can yeah. just we can just blow this up. I mean, obviously, what is the Holy Spirit's job? Mm-hmm. There's three things that He comes to do: to convict, right, mm-hmm. right, Amen. That's right, and the other one's for righteousness, and it goes on and on. But if we have the Holy Spirit within us, all right, and we do something wrong. Mm. He's gonna convict us. Oh, absolutely! I don't have to go to another absolutely. man and say, right. my sins." Amen. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely going to convict me. Uh-huh. I'm going to be miserable. I could put a smile on my face and well, everything's right. good, but I'm, you know, I'm, I didn't confess this thing that I'm struggling with. Right. So, Lord, deal with me. 
Which so penance is a part yeah. of the sacraments, but I, I want to ask you, unless you're a really devout Catholic, do you really go in there and really confess everything to that man? You're, suppo- you're, supposed, <laughs> you're supposed to. Supposed? No, you're that's supposed what I'm saying. To. You're supposed yeah. to, but, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it, look, I'm going to use, for example, my kids. You know, if one gets into the cookie mm-hmm. jar, how many cookies you ate? And they could have ate five, but they're going to tell yeah. one. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. how, I'm sorry. Human nature is that. Well, I'm going to tell them a uh-huh. little bit, but yeah. I'm not going to tell them everything. Well, well there's the thing you got to realize about penance is the mortifying of the flesh. And, and still do they do that today. I was hearing a guy on a video saying that in the 70s when he was going to Catholic school, there were actually some nuns. They were actually whipping themselves. Right. They call it the, the flagellum, they call it. They whip themselves. And, when, and even in South American countries, when they have parades, they will actually whip themselves. And oh, Brother yeah. Daniel knows what I'm talking about. He saw those videos. And what they're doing is they're mortifying the flesh. They figure, you know, because that's the happened with Martin Luther. He beat himself until he went out in the snow and he almost died, and, and they had to drag him in. His, his right. monk guys had to drag him in. Which that, he, is, that is he, one of the he, sacraments. He's trying to earn. It's called a sacrament, a, a, a regsexation, they call it, or something like that. But it's called penance. It's best right. known for. So we could sum up confirmation, the sealing of the baptismal covenant through yeah. the fire of the Holy Spirit and full mm-hmm. initiation mm-hmm. into the rite of the Christian religion. That's what that's all about. So, yeah. wow. Um, I, you know what? We just want to tell anyone that's listening, and you are a member in the church of the Roman Catholic mm-hmm. church, I would really just uh, advise you with love to seek the scriptures with, for yourself. Even look in your own Catholic Bible, mm-hmm. right. look in there and you ask God to show you the truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. God wants you to have freedom, not religion. What religion is, is man trying to meet the expectations of God and his, with his own hand, reaching mm-hmm. up to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now, relationship right. through the blood of Jesus Christ is sure. God coming down with His Son, right? Amen. Mm-hmm. To touch the world, exactly. And exactly. look, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this. This is the two sacraments we talked about, which we're about to move into the Eucharist. Um. You know why do we get baptized? Me personally, I got baptized because I wanted to show people I follow Jesus, Amen, and show them what happened inwardly in an outward sense to glorify Jesus. When a when a Catholic is baptized, it's to glorify themselves. Look, the reason we're saved, and they don't say it, the reason we're saved is not because of Jesus. It's because we got baptized. Actually, any any Catholic how they can say, "Oh, I was baptized into the church," mm-hmm. and then the next words, like you said, is they come out confirmation. They're boasting in themselves. Why we want the Spirit of God to draw the walk closer to the Lord? The reason I desired the Holy Spirit was to draw close to the Lord so you can give me understanding and help me walk through this life to glorify him. They do the confirmation to say, well, we'll get the Holy Spirit because we've been baptized and that we can mm-hmm. walk this life with the Holy Spirit. But they're saying we're going to walk it alone. They're not talking about walking with Jesus. Right. So right. It's, it's, we, we brought that out last week. We bring it out this this week. It's all based on a person's works. Right. Instead of their own salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. And, and they say that in their thing. They say it's by works that you save. And you wow. got to stay in the grace and of the church. And I quoted Ecclesiastes yeah. earlier. It's not, you're saved by grace, not of words that not any man should boast. That's right, exactly. Ephesians. You're right. And, and we're not saying that works are not important. Like, for example, we do, like I said, we do believe in baptism. We do believe in the Lord's Supper and things like that. But we just, as a Protestants, as full gospel people, we don't believe that they're they're magical. We don't believe they're, they're, they're salvation in themselves, you know. And that's the thing. They're only to point you to what Jesus did. Simple as that. Right. And, and that's what we want people to realize. You don't put your faith in that 
Or you don't say, I'll put my faith in the cross and that. No, you put your faith in cross alone for your eternal security. You know? And one thing I'll talk about before we get to the thing. No Catholic is sure of heaven. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. not. And and Islam, too. If you look at at all the religions, they have two things in common. They don't don't have, they they don't guarantee you heaven. And another thing they don't guarantee, the reason why they're not the way most other religions, because they don't have a savior who takes away the sins of the world. They don't have that. So that's why Jesus said there's only one way. So you look at those two things. That's why one of the two reasons these other religions are not going to get you to heaven. You know, I know I'm upsetting our universal friends, the ones that believe Satan and everybody's going to be saved. The Bible don't teach that. But the thing is, if they don't have those two, they're not totally saved. As simple right. as that, you know. Right, and basically what you got to do through, if you go through mm-hmm. baptism and, and uh, confirmation is yeah. you're supposed to live a holy life. Because if you yeah. sin, well, you got to go to the priest and he gives you the penance. But right. because of the sins after salvation, right. you, you, you got to go through purgatory. Well, 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 this is the thing. This thing, how you look at a Catholic church. It's like you're watching uh, on TV. Some people are trying to win money. And, they, uh, they, uh, and they're trying to like say, hey, okay, if you win this certain point, but if you lose it, you lose your money. It's kind of like gambling. You know, sacraments is like that. You have to gain so much grace but if you make one sin, boom, you have to go back and regain it again. Yeah, you know, so that's what it is. It's an up and down roller coaster type thing, you know, and you're not sure of heaven, you know. Amen. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. You just showed me something. We'll go to oh, the go next ahead. topic. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, then we can start on the next topic yeah, right now. Ahead. So, uh, Brother Daniel, you said the Holy Spirit showed you something. Let's go ahead and hear yeah, it. Yeah. So well, we're talking about the Eucharist now. I'll tell you what. Do you want anybody want to just deal with uh, that scripture we're talking about? Unless they eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. Yes, yes. Which is uh, it's that's John, John chapter John. 6. Yeah, John chapter uh, 6. Starting maybe uh, verse 53. 53, okay. But I want to show you something prior to that. Oh, wow. So we can bring some John clarification. Chapter, what is John it again? Because that's what we're talking chapter about, right? Seven. The Eucharist we're talking right. about. Yes, sir. That's you know, the next the one. The wafer and the juice. Yeah. That, they, beli- that they, they believe it's the literal blood. Right. And then the flesh of Jesus. They get that from... This scripture right here, which says, uh, you want me to go ahead and read it, Brother Daniel? Oh, yeah, bro. John chapter 6, verse 53 to 58. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and mm-hmm. drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood mm-hmm. has eternal life. I will raise him up in the, at the last day. Mm-hmm. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall eat by me. This is the bread which come down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. Okay, now let's go back up to verse 32 in the same chapter. Verse 32. All it right. says, Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I said to you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven, giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. Now listen to this. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. Mm-hmm. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Amen. Wow. So there's your symbolic. That's what yes, it, sir. it's not the eating 
the literal eating yes, sir. of the flesh and drinking of blood. We just read the scripture right now because it right. ties in. Because right. you just it came, does. Brother Isaac, with verse uh, 58 mm-hmm. saying, this is the bread which came down from heaven. And I started out with that right there in that verse. Well, yeah. look at also, let's look at 36. But I say unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. All of that the Father exactly. shall give me shall come to me. And he that cometh to me, I will in no ways cast him out. So, and like you said, that's, that's where the symbolism come in. He, he already told him before he goes, mm-hmm. he goes into verse 53. Well, look, I'm the bread of life. And he mm-hmm. was saying, look, you got to trust me. Like you said, the symbolism mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And look, Catholic church does like every other religion. Mm-hmm. They take a section of scripture. Mm-hmm. or take a verse in scripture mm-hmm. and twist it around and don't look at the content all mm-hmm. around it. Because the thing is, yeah. what, it, what he really means by the eating and drinking mm-hmm. is believing. That's right. right. He's him. pointing Bottom to the line. cross. In other words, relationship with me. Exactly. I want to eat with exactly. you. I want to drink with you. Right. I want to dine with you. Right. I want to fellowship with uh-huh. you. Amen. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, 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 if you go to 63, you're talking about the symbolism what it go, but it, it goes back there again on 63. Come on. Chapter 63 says, it is the spirit who quickens. The flesh prophesies nothing. So it tells you right there what Jesus is saying. You can't actually eat my flesh and drink my blood. Like you said, it's a symbolism. So what you pointed there, it goes with that. What you pointed to what to go. And look, they, they, don't, yeah. they don't look at verse 47. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go. Uh, yeah, let's go to verse 47. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me. Mm-hmm. Come on has everlasting everlasting life life. i am that bread of life life. believing he's pointing to the believing so why do you think the lord would use the terminology of yeah of of eating of my flesh and drinking of my blood when he knows yeah uh all the heathens that surround him Mm -hmm. practice this kind of satanic ritual Mm -hmm. so i think it was just him weeding them out Right, because right. it did. Because look, what, yeah. what go uh-huh. to what? Right. what remember, uh, John chapter six, verse sixty-six, six, six, six. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with them. Wow, it was too hard of a saying for them to understand. Wow, what he really meant. Right, wow. I believe it was just a testing of the heart. That's right. And look, look the Amen. disciples asked. Yep. And because why you speak to the people in parables? He said because. These that don't, that's not going to understand. I speak in parables, but you that I, you know, desire, uh, desire to know more, I will speak to you mm-hmm. free. I'm, and I'm cold. I'm just paraphrasing, yeah. but Jesus was saying, yeah. look, the people that are closest to me, that serve me and they, they mm-hmm. believe in me. I'm going to reveal what I'm telling mm-hmm. y'all to right. y'all. The people that don't believe, mm-hmm. I'm going to speak in parables. And like that's you right. said, is we, it weeds them out. Well, look, we don't understand that. And they walk away. Well, look at verse. Well, let's mm-hmm. go to, let's continue. Verse 67 said, then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you also no. go away? Then Simon mm-hmm. Peter answered him, said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of, of eternal, eternal life. life. And we believe that and are sure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. What a powerful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Peter, Peter might not. Have, I'm sorry. He might not have understood what the Lord was saying at that moment. Uh-huh. But he knew no matter what. That he, but he knew and look, this comes from there. Supposed to be their first pope. Look what he said, and we believe and are mm-hmm. sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God. He was right. saying, "I believe this confession. You are the the, the 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 Christ, the Son of God." Well, remember when they they say that Peter was the first pope? They use that chapter in Matthew. But what Jesus, what what uh, Peter said, he said he confession. He said, "You are the Son of God." So the confession that he made. That's what saved Peter. You know, you, you read it. There's no sacraments that saved Peter right here. Or he didn't yeah. have to do all those things. He just believed. So, and, and the thing we got to realize, though, 
like for example whoever came up with this idea i forgot what council it was back in the day the catholic church did not always believe that at the beginning people don't realize when the catholic church first started they didn't believe in this cannibalism type doctrine it came later on a lot of your doctrines didn't come until many years later it's amazing how some catholic doctrines change and some catholics like you tell them you know one time your church did not believe this so what are you talking about because today they don't believe it they say, well, our church didn't believe that, never believed it. That's not so. Because if you study it, there's a lot of, that's where it gets a lot of Catholics like, wow, man, I don't know my church like I thought. Exactly. And what we're yeah. trying to get to the audience, what we're trying yeah. to get across yeah. is what's the object of your faith? Right. The, right. You know, point blank. You know, how do we enter into heaven? How do we get saved? Mm -hmm. you know? How do we get eternal life? That's what we're just trying to lead them to see for themselves. Mm -hmm. right. Dude, you can do all these sacraments and mm -hmm. all you want. That's right. Because they're not going to save you. No. 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 They're not going to save you. Now, some of them, they're partially kind of true. Right. Yeah. Partially. Right. 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 But that's the enemy for you. He'll always do bring mm -hmm. a little truth with a lot of lie to deceive right. people. That's right. It's relationship. You know, it's a personal relationship. Yeah. As much as the Lord loves us and we love one another mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we have personal relationship with them that's yeah. right we are the body of christ we're a corporate but i had to make an individual decision to receive him as my lord and savior in other words to repent mm -hmm. and that's to right. believe you know what i mean in order for me to come into the body of christ right so that's the unique thing about it is that a lot of roman catholics are taught sure. that you could not come to the presence of God or to his throne room. You must enter in by the mediator, uh -huh. a priest and a man. That's right. Who is just as sinful as any of us at this right. table because That's none right. of us are righteous. No, not one Amen. of us. That's we true. have all fallen short of the, you Amen. know, of the glory of God. So we're just trying to express this tonight. We're not, we're not hating no one. We just want you Amen. to know yeah. the price that Jesus paid at Calvary. Yes, sir. When that curtain was rent, that means he was opening up salvation to all, that's right. all that's right. human beings from that point on. And that's, that's what right. we want them to know. We want them to know the sure one way how yeah. to get saved and not all these different steps. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. As you become a Christian, there <laughs> right. are things that we do in our own. I would, yeah. I don't, I really don't want to call them like, um, yeah. you know, discipleship discipline. But you know, you want to get into the Word. That's you right. want to pray and have a relationship, you know, with Jesus and things like that. That's right. But it's personal. But well, what they teach is, this is the thing they teach. They teach, well, Jesus did die on the cross for your sins, but now he did his part. Now you got to do yours. And this is where the sacraments come in. But if you read in the Bible, there's nowhere it says that that you have to do extra work with Christ. It's never it's never you know said that in the Bible. We're going to go ahead and end it right there. We uh -huh. I just saw the time. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and let's continue this. Uh, we just got into the Eucharist uh -huh. and was getting into some good meat. Let's start on this next week. Okay. And uh, guys, I, I this is a lot of meat going on right now. <laughs> wow. So I'm enjoying the conversation. But for time, we have to go ahead and sign off for tonight. Uh, Brother Daniel, Thank okay. you for coming out again. We hope to see you next week. Anthony, mm -hmm. see you same way. Everybody, thank you for listening to Brothers Just Searching. It is a great pleasure to bring the word to you and have this time of fellowship with brothers and sisters in the faith. If you can, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You have a good night.